We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. You know what a huge risk you're taking. There was a coach, not a coach, a lawyer quoted in the New York Times who said, I'm extremely surprised he would put his career in jeopardy. Does it feel like that to you? Well, I, I understand the risk. Look, I love coaching football. Uh, I'm called to coach football. I'm, I'm gifted to coach football. And I still want to coach. Um, let's be clear about that. But this is bigger than coaching. This is bigger than me. The numbers speak for themselves as far as uh, the hiring, firing, and the lack of opportunities for minority and black head coaches and executives in the National Football League, and we need to change. We need things to change. Late night, WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Thank you so much for hanging out with KJ Late Night here on WEEI. That's Brian Brian Flores on CNN. He's been all over television discussing his quandary right now in terms of what he's going through in trying to become a head coach once again in the NFL. I think in one of the interviews he mentioned he's been on nine interviews. Uh, and it's got the world talking in a different way. Now, by the end of this break, Nick LePan, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for, for being on top of what's going to be a lot of stuff tonight. Got a guest from a, a great Hulu and Epic show that's going to talk about something to watch during the binge. It's, it's going to be a packed show tonight. But, Nick, thank you so much for your hard work. Do what we can, KJ. Just hanging out. So I don't know exactly what kind of insight has been put before you or how common the Brian Flores story really is, but I'll try to make it as as personable as possible to get a little least a little more insight into what does really go on. Okay, so radio stations are just like sports teams, right? There's a GM, there's a head coach. And there's an offensive coordinator usually, and that's usually like the assistant to the head coach, right? Let's not get into semantics of like defense, but you know, like the defensive coordinator might be the production director or something, right? So several years ago, I, I was up for a job to be a head coach of a station. And the references were strong. Experience was there. I'd even been an offensive coordinator at a station in Boston at this point. So it's not like I'd been nowhere. I was looking to be a head coach of a station that was in a small market. It was going to be a chance for me to get my head coaching stripes at a station with a high reputation, even though it was small. Think like Jacksonville, even though that's not the place. So when the call came in to talk to my head coach, where I was working at the time, 
I was like the receivers coach at this point, but I was at a very, very big team or very big station. So when the call came in and they spoke about me, the head coach immediately says, oh, he would make a great special teams coach. Like, what? So the representative says, no, actually, all of our intel is coming back saying that this guy should be a head coach. What does my boss or head coach say? Oh, well, I I can't speak to that. It wasn't that he couldn't. It's that he wouldn't. And there's a difference. So our sister station, WFAN, on Monday, Boomer Esiason, who's on the Boomer and Geo show, did a report shortly before 10 a.m. that might have leaked out something that could make this Brian Flores stuff even more explosive. Here it is. The Giants named Brian Dayball as their new head coach Friday. Now, he was offered the job early in the week, but had to wait for the Giants to complete the formal interviewing process. Had to wait. So that way they could go through the motions of talking to Brian Flores and Leslie Frazier, who they never intended to get or even offer the job. Just to go through the motions. They just see them as a coordinator for the most part. So Brian Flores was asked, well, how did you handle this giant situation if this knowledge came to you through these text messages with Bill Belichick? Here he is. Brian, I'll start with you. Last week, you interviewed for the head coaching job for the New York Giants. What happened leading up to that interview? So last week, I interviewed for the Giants position. I was set to interview on Thursday, the the Monday prior. uh, Before before I interviewed, I received a text message uh, from Bill Belichick saying congratulations on the Giants, essentially congratulations on the Giants job. There was a little bit of back and forth. Um, we have the text messages there on the screen. Yeah, there was some back and forth and... Some confusion uh, because yeah. you haven't sat down with the Giants yet. I have not sat down with the Giants. There was some back and forth and I, I just, uh, I asked him, is this, are you talking to the right Brian? As you, you've seen them through the text messages, he was actually, thought he was texting Brian Dayball. Who they ended up hiring. Yes, sir. So at that point, how did that make you feel knowing that you were walking into an interview where a decision might have already been made. Uh, it was a range of emotions, uh, humiliation, disbelief, anger. Now I've worked so hard to get to to where I am from a, uh, in football to become a head coach. Put 18 years in, in this league, and it was uh, to go on at what was going to be a what, what felt like or what was a sham interview. I was uh, I was hurt. And, but you uh, went knowing that you probably weren't going to get it. I why, did. why did you continue to go? I think. Uh, I, I, there's still hope, and maybe it's call it call it the audacity of hope. You know, I have a belief that you know there's good in people. I, I just do. We and, knew uh, he wasn't getting that job At, on the day before that that Giants interview. We we reached out to you, CBS, to yeah. to, both, to all of you to yeah. to start talking about doing this interview today because we knew he wasn't getting the job. We knew it was a setup. We knew they were just trying to comply with the Rooney Rule. We started drafting the complaint, and uh, and here we are. See, in the world of entertainment, and that was Brian. Flores on CBS this morning. Football falls under that banner. And let's just call it what it is. Some believe that the players and those of their ilk should never be directors. Because eventually, where would that leave those who could care less to relate to the performers or the players or their families or their situations? For some, 
They don't believe profits and progress can coexist. Now, here's what's crazy. At a 30,000-foot financial level, I can't necessarily disagree with that. But that's not what sports are. Sports are not a bunch of us living in, in, in high-rise jets and planes and fancy it, in, in luxury, as most of these owners do. Because most of these owners are going to think, well, how could a person who is descendant of Jim Crow South parents have the financial wherewithal, financial backing, business acumen, education, to get the money together for a franchise? You don't find it ironic that the Broncos, who are one of the teams named in the suit, is now suddenly for sale a day after the affidavit came out. And what do you know? They've already said that the price for the Broncos is already starting to skyrocket. Why? To keep a certain set out for potentially trying to get in. Well, to be fair, that Broncos deal was getting blocked for forever, and it had to go to court, and that just got settled like last week. Okay, but you don't think that you don't know that something's coming down to pike involving a lawsuit in the, and you're named in the league? Those things don't happen in two days. I mean, there's someone has put in a report about what happened in 2019. So this isn't anything that's overnight. But what's happened is most recent is because, again, like I said, Brian Flores has been talking quite a bit virtually everywhere. Brian Flores said to NPR that he believes that Belichick is a little more complicit than the way the story is shaken out. I do think that there are back-channel conversations, back-channel meetings um, that are had that oftentimes influence decisions. And I think that's a clear <laughs> example of that. Um, you know, here's Bill Belichick, and, you know, his, his resume speaks for itself. He has influence. I think to me that, that it was clear that that decision was was made with his influence, and that's part of the problem. Um, and that's that needs to change. There needs to be a, a fair and equal opportunity to interview and and showcase, like I said before, showcase your abilities to lead and earn one of those positions. So there was an analysis done by the undefeated in 2019 that found that minority coaches, let's just call it black coaches, are more likely than white coaches to be on the, quote, hot seat, which is an ESPN metric that measures the likelihood of a coach being fired for going 4-12, uh, and 12, again, we just finished the 17, of going 4-12 and 12 based on a number of factors. Black coaches on the hot seat, 52.4%. White coaches on the hot seat, 28.7%. The Giants is an ideal job because of what it has involved in its access to money. It's New York City. It's Madison Avenue. I'm from the area. I could have told you they were not going to hire him. Just the same way that Geno Jones was not going to start two games in a row. Breaking their history. People get on the Red Sox about, you know, Pumpsy Green. Shoot. How about Geno, Geno Smith? It's a lot more recent. Look it up. But because I want to still kind of keep things light but informative. Sometimes when you talk about deep things like this, you might go, huh, or what, or I would get it, or he's it. No, sometimes it's best to just put it in a song. So I present to you, in the world of Steely Dan, Brian, don't use that number. Hit it, Nick. Hold on one second. 
I have too many things open. Oh, he's got a lot. Of, that's okay. Well, the idea is this. Imagine if you're Brian Flores and how your emotions may be going through your body. Thinking about what you've just gone through in Miami. You just won seven of your last eight games. You had two winning seasons in a row, and you can't keep the job. Here's Brian. Don't use that number. This is the story of a guy named Brian. It's a fictitious reenactment of what may have happened to him in a recent attempt at a job in the NFL. There's a team that's scheming. Not okay. Those same clowns that hired the special teams guy? They've already hired somebody else last Monday. Wait, my interview's supposed to be this Friday, huh? I know there's a rule in place, so they say. Yeah, look at all of us around the league. It works, right? Now you know something's about to start. Wow. Brian, don't use this number. I won't even tell nobody else. I swear, I swear. Get an affidavit. Send it to, to the, the press. Maybe Gail King can interview you on CBS like R. Kelly. Brian, don't use this number. It goes straight to my burner phone. You might use it if it doesn't get better. It will make Adele groan. Yeah, Roger's not one of my favorite people. Allegedly. But good luck in the interview, Brian. They hardly hire my own kind. The Rooney rule is a waste of time. But they say they'll have a change of heart. I'll die waiting. Brian, don't use this number. Brian, don't use this. Brian, don't use this number. Poor Brian. It's just the same thing all over again. The Rooney rule is a joke. KJ late night 617-779-7937 text line 37937 we'll talk Tom Brady next it's time to trend we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here. only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. What could you tell me about the specifics of that offer? How specifically did he state that to you? You know, that was uh, a conversation about not doing as much as we needed to do to win football games. You know, take a flight, go on vacation. I'll give you $100,000 per loss. Like, those are just the you know, exact words. Late night, WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'll get to Brady here in a second. Let people still dry off tears from earlier this week. Plus, his money kicks in tomorrow. I'll get into all that. But I've got to get back to this Brian Flores stuff. So the thing that a lot of people are hanging their hat on, on all this Flores stuff, which kind of feeds into the whole narrative, is like, oh, wow, did his owner really offer him money to, like, tank games? Like, okay, you got to know that's going to be hearsay in court. Like, unless they got him on tape, you know, laying papers laying around where he's doing mathematic equation, must give Flores $1.2 million for 12 losses this year. Unless you see something physical like that, it's never going to get any traction. But what it does distract from is the bigger the bigger issue, that the Giants had offered the job to a coach three days before Flores even stepped into the building for his interview. See, that's the, that's the real meat of everything. But with the Stephen Ross situation, this is what I was getting to about how some believe that progress and profits don't go together. So I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't care what your walk in life is in America as a black man. $100,000 thrown your way for doing nothing every week usually means jail time. Usually. There's just not been that type of experience, legacy-wise, that says, hey, you know, if I blow 12 games this year and nobody's going to say any bad an eye about it, I'll get an extra $1.2 million for not even trying to do my job. Unheard of. Then, of course, the allegations of the prominent player on the yacht in Miami at the end of 2019 while it was still a contract involved with that person. That's literally saying, okay, if you want this head coaching job, be ready to get your hands dirty. I mean, because you want to be a head coach, right? Oh, and I don't necessarily need you to win, allegedly. I've been in that situation before. We're winning. Yay. And they're like, no. And they're the people you work for. We're winning. Look, we're winning. Oh, we don't want that. It's real. It's absolutely real. Now, I can't say that what Stephen Ross said is actual fact because, again, I think that's going to be tossed out in court. But I think there have been some some dominoes that seem to have fallen that just seems weird. I know Mercury's in retrograde this week, but Nick, you think about what happened with John Harbaugh literally on a plane, on his way to Minnesota. It doesn't even stick around Michigan for signing day. Keep in mind, Michigan uh, was just in the college football playoff this year, so you think recruits are coming, but you're like, "Mm, I think I got the job, but maybe it won't look so good if Harbaugh gets the job after Flores has just dropped his affidavit on the world. Yeah, I think Andy Hart had this point earlier today, or at least that's where I heard it, where he was talking. It's it wouldn't be a good look for Harbaugh if Leslie Graham, and, I mean uh, Leslie Frazier and Patrick Graham are getting two or three interviews, and then all of a sudden Harbaugh hasn't even interviewed yet, and he's considered the favorite. 
Yeah, I, it's, yeah, I think he, I, honestly, he probably made the right choice for going back to Michigan. I know you're of a younger set, but at one time, stores used to be prominent with escalators. And one time as a youth in Macy's in New York City, I got in very big trouble for hitting the stop button on the escalator in the middle of the holiday season. Oh, it was it, it was not pretty. But it feels like the NFL behind closed doors are kind of like hitting stop buttons. Why would Byron Leffridge, a former player for Jacksonville, during some of its glory days in the state of Florida already is coming off of a Super Bowl championship as an OC and went to the playoffs as an OC this year, take his name out of the running so they can name Doug Peterson, who was run out of Philadelphia because he couldn't manage Carson Wentz. But we're going to bring him in to manage Trevor Lawrence, who's been on record and says, well, you know, football isn't everything. I mean, it doesn't define who I am. It's just strange days indeed happening right now. And what Flores has done is pretty much shine the light on the roaches that have been hiding under the under the couch. So in that Brian don't use this number parody that you just heard maybe about five minutes ago, I'll pat myself on the back, who could take a Brian Flores story and turn it into a Steely Dan song? It's just like, hey, look, Brian, you know, I mean, if you decide to use this number, it's going to upset Roger Goodell. You don't know what's going to happen after that. And just think about this in life, right? We always encourage people to come forward. Tell what you believe is the truth. Tell your story. It can help others. But what do you hear a lot of these analysts saying about Brian Flores? He'll never coach in the NFL again. Never. Then with the NPR statement that, you know, you thought maybe his one hope could be Bill and Bob Kraft is kind of a social justice guy. And he said, well, yeah, Bill's part of, you know, some of this endemic problem that's going on in the NFL. Oh, well, (laughs) scratch off Patriots. But that tells you how so much is put into just being good. And then once you're good, to prove you're great, you sometimes have to refuse or sometimes go along with things that completely go against what you preach, what you coach, what you teach, how you build up. Why? Because an owner's thinking, you know, like, hey, I can I can get that hot quarterback that's a junior that all the girls and my daughter's talking about as a, as a draft pick in a couple of years. Boy, I could sell some tickets with that. Look, part of being a head coach of an NFL franchise has nothing to do with X's and O's or even the facilities. It's about being in front of these community organized or ticket holders or people who are buying high-priced PSLs being in front of them. And some owners are feeling like, hey, you know, if someone who kind of looks like me is in front of these guys, they'll spend their money versus if I have like, you know, a Flores walk in here and this guy may have his own thoughts of different things, you know, might have found out his daughter snuck off at the prom with someone she wasn't supposed to go to and is still angry about that. It's just endemic of sometimes what people are thinking in America. And it crosses over into the money. Okay, I'm going to get off the Brian Flores thing. I think I've said enough for now. All I will say is this on the end of it. Uh, He's turned himself into the modern-day Kurt Flood. If you don't know who Kurt Flood is, I'll tell you, type in MLB, Kurt Flood. Google is free. It'll tell you the whole story. I don't think Brian Flores will be a coach in the NFL again either. Probably just in the same way that I've never tried to be a program director either after I stepped to my immediate program director at the time. What are you telling him? Well, I was, well, uh, 
Don't even get me to start into the program director that told me they wanted someone more of the lifestyle after I've been at the station for two years. Like, what do, you, what do you mean you want someone more of the lifestyle after I've been there for two years? You think they're part of the lifestyle. It's like this thing they call the metaverse. Like, imagine you hanging out in the metaverse. You've been hanging out there every day and then suddenly say, we don't want you. You know, well, you know we can't really advance you because, you know, you're not really part of this metaverse. I've been here for two years. All right, Nick, play the Tom Brady Instagram. This is so funny. Ladies and gentlemen, choosing to be introduced as a team. Nothing in this sport can be accomplished without incredible teammates and coaches. And, um, you know, I've just been blessed for 22 years to be with some amazing people. And, you know, it's been my home for 20 years. So um, I had the best memories. My kids were born here. Um, I'll be part of this community for a long time. I'm not tearing up. I already went through all that. So. That was a nice kiss and makeup after everybody lost their mind in New England. How did Tom release this initial statement and not mention any of New England? Twenty because Tom's fifteen million doesn't kick in until tomorrow. He's still an employee of the Bucks. There could be language in there that say, "Oh, okay." What if he mentions that you know he'll retire as a as a Patriot? To be like, okay, that's tampering. And think of all those years that Tom took deferred money, bonus money. He, he he's used to getting this check in February. He's not going to mess up the last one. Fifteen million is still fifteen. But come on, guys. I say this as your friend, New England. You cannot let social media really choke your emotions the way it did when Tom announced and started talking about all these people at the Bucks organization. It's social media. Think of it this way: Imagine you gifted someone a house. You gave them a house. Do you want them to send you a text saying thank you, or would you rather have them invite you over to say thank you? Just wait for the invite. It's on the Patriots. It's not on time to say, hey, I want to come back and do one. I'm sure the organization has been working on it probably as soon as they got wind. And let's just, you know what? I'm even going to bypass Schefter last Saturday. I said it the Sunday before. I said it before the Rams game. If Tom lost to the Rams, he was retiring. I didn't see any breaking news, but who am I? Who am I, right? Also remember this with Tom Brady. When it comes to the New England story, he's the defendant in the divorce case, not the plaintiff. So you remember, they didn't want to keep the marriage going, so they hit Tom with divorce papers. Tom didn't hit the, the team with divorce papers. In fact... Here's Tommy Curran uh, talking about how he was uh, willing to stay on as a Patriot. So this was an effort to just say, hey, there's a reason I'm thanking the Buccaneers, and that's because the Patriots didn't step to the plate. Petty? Yeah, maybe. But Tom Brady never operated without a chip on his shoulder successfully, so the chip was still there. Yeah. When you're the defendant in a divorce case, it's really up to you if you want to forgive them or not, not 
for all of them. Now, I know some people like you shouldn't have let Tom go. I get it. I get it. That's on Bill. Trust me, the $50 million that wasn't spent. Now, Bill will say he still hasn't spent it. But you, you saw you got the results that Tom wanted. And he got the things that he wasn't being given in the marriage, which were you know, receivers and people to throw the ball to, you know, that could go and catch the ball and make people scared out on the field. Like I said, the story with Bill and Tom really became the New England Patriots were one castle and it had two kings in it, and that doesn't happen. And plus, Tom also did piss off the king with the whole Jimmy G thing by going to the owner of the property of the castle, right? So, okay, so like Bill's really the general manager of the castle. And Bill and Bob is the owner of the... So he went to the owner of the castle and said, hey, it's either him or me. That never set well. That just didn't set well with Bill because now you're usurping his authority. So remember, Tom is the defendant in the divorce. How he chooses to respond is on him. If he chooses not to say you right away, don't be mad. Now, we all have our favorite memories of Tom. Tonight's the the anniversary of the, the, the beginning, the genesis of everything. Uh, but here's the thing. Tom has done so much over such a long span of time that he's getting to a point where, you know what, he probably wants some of that time to himself now. You may not see him in New England a whole lot. Yeah, he says he loves it. He says... You know, everything he did, but, you know, again, you know, you sell. I don't know. Nick, did the house ever sell over in Chestnut Hill? I believe so. I, I have no think, idea. I would think someone would have bought it by now. I, yeah, I don't think they're making a move to say we're going to be moving back. You know, once you live in Miami, you start feeling the heat, and, you know, you can get on international flights and get everywhere. You're not digging out of snow and looking at more snow coming tomorrow. I mean, it's just what it is. Well, did you see the mansion that they have down there? Yeah, and it's probably like, you know, like look, they don't hear the train running behind them. <laughs> oh, I just can't get any sleep. The green line, I keep hearing it run behind me. You know, you probably got out. You probably got a whole. You probably have half the county if you want. But look, you'll see Tom in Boston, spring, maybe summer. I heard Mud even discussing like. Him and Ben Hannibal, uh, Ryan Hannibal, were talking about, like, what does it look like? It can't be during the season. It might be right before the season kicks in where you have something for Tom at Foxborough where you can get players there um, maybe around his birthday at the beginning of August when he turns 45. They may try and do something like that for Tom, and it will still be temperament enough for him to be up here not freeze, and still get on a plane the next day. I mean, I think that's just what Tom's not going to be hanging. You might see him at breakfast, and no one will spot him for lunch. He'll be out of town. But don't be mad at that. He wants to recapture his time. Here's another reminder. Nobody goes into Canton with a particular team. They just wear the jacket. You're mixing it up with baseball. So for some who are like, hey, imagine if he goes in as a buck. There's no such thing. You just go in as a person, not not your team. But th- th- that kind of goes back to the fantasy of Tom should have finished here from A to Z. And I agree. He should have stayed. It, they they, they should have made something work out for Tom versus thinking like, well, it's over. 
So don't worry about that. There's no, well, he could always put a Buccaneer hat on and that would be the ultimate of Tom Pettiness. But let's just presume it's not going to go there, right? It's the Hall of Fame ceremony. Tom Brady's going in. Yellow jacket is already being fitted. Don't even worry about that. Also, don't be mad if some of these local stores still carry those hideous dual Bucks Patriots jersey of Tom's. Oh, that Nick, that things those things are hideous. Look at the it makes it bad because the colors don't even match. And even the numbers don't align. It looks like something patched together on a quilt. Any dual jersey is hideous. I don't well, care who you are. I don't even care if it's the same team jersey. I've seen that before too. Like the red Patriots jersey with the blue. It is awful. Well, but I also understand why it was so popular because it's like a piece of Tom will always be with you. And so that you couldn't necessarily wear a full Bucks jersey. You could wear a piece of Tom on you. But keep in mind, having a Brady jersey is like owning Michael Jackson's Thriller. Everybody has it. It's only valuable unless, like, Tom has signed it. Or how, how, how old the logo is. Like, I have a Reebok-issued one. How long ago was Reebok, like, the sponsor of apparel in the league? 20 years ago. So there you go. That's how you're going to know how valuable your jersey is. My Brady jersey has a Reebok logo on it. So maybe mine is worth something, and I've kept it in great shape. So just know, Tom loves you. He loves everything about this place. The whole thing about the text and the Instagram post that didn't mention knowing, I could not believe. Just You how. won't catch me dead living in the Northeast anymore. <laughs> Ask somebody in Stoughton how their back feels after last weekend without a, without a plow. Well, I mean, ask people in Florida dealing with hurricanes. No. no, You don't use a Kubota tractor to move anything in your yard, yard in, in Florida except an alligator. See, we don't have alligators here. I'd rather deal with snow than alligators. Yeah, but you can turn an alligator into shoes. What are you going to turn the snow into? Really, just another just another duplex next to your own place. Yeah, it melts eventually. It's already, yeah. Most of it's already melted. It was 50 degrees today. Well, that's good. But still, it's a lot to deal with. There's, still, there's, still, there's more coming tomorrow, Nick. It's ice. <laughs> Arguably, ice is worse. And here's the final one about Tom. If you think that Tom is leaving football for anything other than to spend more time with his family, then you yourself may have a life imbalance going on. Ask any mom. They will tell you that kids worship mom from zero to teenager. Then it's all about the friends and hanging out and dropping me off. And I don't embarrass me. But Tom also realizes that, hey, if you don't, if you don't, get the chance to really bond in a quality in a quantitative way qualitative absolutely it's always been there but in a quantitative way where you're always there where i can come to the room and dad's just reading a book or looking at something on the computer and it used to be dad is an intense study for the game this sunday now dad is hanging out can i talk to you about something these are the things that matter more in life than any job so you damn right Giselle has the right to say, honey, the kids need you. And they do. And Tom may pop up on Nickelodeon and bring one of his kids or a couple of his kids up there and to talk about the game and, and pretty much sell Tom Brady to this new youth movement watching the game that 
Like, this is George Washington of football. Like, for Nick, it is for you. Like, he's like your George Washington for football. Am I wrong? My George Washington? The beginning of history for football for you. Oh, I mean, yeah, but that's just an age. George thing. Washington, yes. He's a, he's it for an entire generation of people, yes. That is my point, Nick. Nickelodeon kids coming to the game. They're not gonna they're not gonna understand what a Terry Bradshaw or a Roger Staubach is. Just the same way I didn't understand like an Otto Yepremian or or I, I can't even think. Even Jim Brand, I never saw Jim Brand. I Jim Brand finished playing football almost a decade before I was even born. But Tom Brady is kind of this new standard, and he'll be able to bring his kids along. 617-779-7937, text lines 37937. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Still to come, we'll talk about the Patriots and the Bill O'Brien story and how Nick Saban's involved, plus uh, the Celtics on a run, trade deadline coming up. The Celtics could turn themselves into a major Eastern Conference player. That's up. But next, the debut of Scared Money Don't Make None on Late Night. Thanks for hanging out. Late Night, WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. So this is where we usually do squid games, but we're going to save squid games for the very last one. And we're about to introduce a new feature that's going to apply to the Super Bowl uh, here shortly. But, uh, Nick, I have to give you kudos because at the start of the season – we were going through odds. You remember how they were going up and down, like when Cam Newton had the really good second preseason game against Philadelphia, and the odds makers like dropped the Patriots like from a thirty five hundred down to twenty eight hundred. We we kept looking at the Rams, and you said, "Hey, look, if there's a team I would say that would be at the Super Bowl, it was the Rams." And I was, if you remember, it was on this show. I was like, you know, I I have to agree because the thinking was if there was a team that was put together. To knock Tom off of his of uh, of his pedestal from winning the Super Bowl last year, it was this newly built Rams team. And what do you know? What was that? That odds was like plus twelve hundred. It was like time. plus tw- it was like plus twelve hundred, plus thirteen hundred. I Somewhere remember they were hovering around like sixth or seventh best odds midway through the season. Like you right. cannot take you cannot pass that up. All right. And then even as things started getting closer to the playoffs, when you knew who was getting in, the Rams were still plus nine hundred. So uh, I remember telling some of the well, Stafford up with- had that like abysmal nine picks in four games. They limped into the playoffs. Yeah, but you'd rather have it then than now, right? So that's the oh, absolutely that's the other part of it. It's been and, nails know, ever since, right? And you think of like even the Forty ers which were were some some I thought were some easy bets into the playoffs, is because they were playing on such a hot streak that there was just no way that the Cowboys were not going to wet the bet at home against them. I was surprised with the Green Bay game, but. Then again, it is Green Bay at home on a Saturday night. Usually things happen to Aaron Rodgers there. So let's do Scared Money Don't Make None. Hit it, Nick. You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Mm-mm, don't be scared. Oh, scared Money Don't Make None. The best role I ever had. Scared Money Don't Make None. I like this one. The dog, one dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Scared Money Don't Make None. All right, we're talking Super Bowl wild pick combos. WEEI Super Bowl coverage is presented by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zooty.com for your free trial. Nick, I've composed some parlays here. They all pay at least $5 million, and they're all three-legged. 
Where can I make three leg parlays that play five million? How did you manage this? Here's group one. I call it the nerves are setting in. Take the Rams defense or special teams to score the first touchdown plus 3,300. Rams or Cincy score a safety as the first points of the games, meaning that someone scores two before someone scores the touchdown, right? Plus 4,000. And Joe Burrow throws two interceptions in the game, plus 275. A $1,000 bet yields a return of $5,226,500. Scare money don't make none, Nick. You're writing these down, aren't you? <laughs> I don't have $1,000 to put on it. That's okay. Look, just chop off a zero. $100 would get you, what, 520000 That's true. And then I could put all that on the next one. <laughs> or 10 bucks would get you, like, five grand. But scared money don't make none. Group two, I call these the unsung heroes of the Super Bowl. Samaje Perrine scores the first touchdown, plus 6,600. You know why I bring that up? Is because he scored the first Cincinnati touchdown. He scored last week. Thank you. 6,600. Did they not watch last week's game? The Super Bowl MVP is Odell Beckham Jr. plus 2,500. Look, when you're naming a Super Bowl MVP, you will do one of two things. Either someone who's a superstar, you want to re-accent their superstar, or you want to be able to tell a greatness or a recovery story. If Odell Beckham has an out-of-the-face game, 125 yards, two touchdowns, he's the MVP, and at plus 2,500, scared money don't make none. See, the issue is Cooper Cup is on his team. Well, but the defense knows that. <laughs> yeah, the defense has known that all year, and the only team that hold him under, like, 90 yards was the Cardinals, and they did it twice. Oh, okay, so this is all for all the marbles, right? And uh, also in the unsung hero, Joe Burrow runs for 25 yards or more, Plus 260. Okay, I actually love that. Okay, so you put those three together, $1,000 yields, $6,270,200. Scared money don't make none, Nick. I'm just trying to taste the Super Bowl. And the final group, I call this the overtime thriller. Bengals win the game in overtime, plus 2,000. Rams lead at the half. There's a tie at the end of regulation, plus 4,000. And Tyler Boyd scores the last touchdown, plus 1,600. Get ready for it, Nick, because a $1,000 bet yields $14,636. Where do I have to go? Uh, uh, Atlantic City for this? Of course, you know, it's part of the Squid Games, how that works. You get to Atlantic City or Vegas. Yes, I'm getting in the car. Yeah, exactly, because I don't know if some of these places in the trees are going to do that. Sir, we don't have that much money on our books. So this is this is Super Bowl weekend for Vegas and for AC as well. Like, this is when the money comes in and props like these are so tempting. Just think if you just wanted to do simple prop of Joe Burrow uh, throwing two interceptions, running for 25 yards or more. Just those two props right there is plus 275 and plus 260. Just those two right there. Woo. Scare money don't make none. I cannot wait for the Super Bowl next week. All right, next hour on Late Night with KJ, we talk about the Patriots in this offensive coordinator situation, plus 
The Celtics coming up against the trade down trade deadline, looking better than they have before. And there's a great show on Hulu, uh, an epics called Godfather of Harlem. It talks about like the gangster mob situation, like in the early '60s and the five families. Bumpy Johnson, we'll talk to the executive producer of the show, which has been greenlit for the third season. That's next hour here on KJ Late Night on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.